you just want a little bit more of the Patricks in your life. We understand how it is. Lawrence goes downfield, and the catch is made. Tua goes deep for Waddle. Got him in stride. Touchdown, Alabama. Pat's interference. Jalen Hurts solidified himself. He will go down as probably one of my favorite players of all time. There are two kings of college football, but one of them's wearing the crown. Alabama's offensive coordinator position has become just like the defense against the dark arts position at Hogwarts. Don't you find it kind of shocking we haven't been taken off iTunes yet? Hey everyone, Christian Miller here, former Alabama linebacker number 47, and you're listening to Pat's Interference. What it do, Christian Miller on the intro this year. Pat's Interference is back after a long, long hiatus. Thank you to the millions listening in right now on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, and all the other places we host this podcast. You're listening to Pat's Interference, a college football podcast. Year five is here, and of course, as I have been by the previous four, I am joined by the best in the business, my man, Patrick Norwood. How you doing, bud? Let's go! I'm so excited this is here. Year five, buddy. Year five. We're both... five. We're both... We've exhausted our... Well, we both graduated from college, obviously, if we were college football players. Sure. But we still have that one final year of eligibility, do we not? Yeah, we've... We've got one year left, and honestly, buddy, we should just go. We should just go ahead and spoil this, right? Let's do it. Let's just go ahead and get it out there. Listen, uh, last year our our hashtag was hashtag senior year. If you follow us on Twitter at pi underscore podcast, you know that every single tweet pretty much finished with hashtag senior year. Well, we're not seniors anymore. This year, Britt, can I get a little drum roll? A little drum uh, roll action? Uh, just yeah. on your desk. There we go. This year is hashtag grad transfer. We are both uh, we've we have both left our prospective uh, universities and now we are I think the rule is if you're a grad transfer you have to go to Miami this year, right? That's Not, where everybody went. Just like Tathan Martell. Yeah. <laughs> and like <laughs> 20 other people their whole roster's grad transfers or I feel I not feel e- like not this even podcast, grad transfers. This podcast is the college football equivalent of Tathan Martell. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's probably the most accurate depiction we could give. Hey, are you saying wait, here, are you saying we suck ass, my dude? No, I'm saying we are the ones who say he sucks ass, my that's dude. That's right. That's right. Uh if if you are new here, by the way, I'm sorry because this has probably been really weird, but we don't get new listeners often. We've got a pretty tight-knit circle, but uh, this is Pat's Interference. My name is Patrick Norwood. I'm joined by my best friend in the whole world. Whole world, baby. Whole world, Patrick Brickman. Uh, this is Pat's Interference. This is a college football podcast. Uh, we've, we've come from uh, basements in Orlando, Florida, uh, to uh, side rooms in Panama City Beach. I currently sit in my little townhome in Durham, North Carolina, Brick currently sits in a room in his mansion of a house in Starrett, Alabama. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh. just a whopper of a house, guys. I'm not kidding you. This thing is massive, and they keep it clean, too. Very clean. I've never been, but I've seen pictures, uh, and I've heard good things. That's so, why you think it's clean, is because you've only seen pictures. Right. We, we've always wanted to do this podcast. Uh, we, we always wanted to do a show in school on the radio, but they figured out that was probably a bad idea pretty quickly. Naturally. Uh, and, and then, you know, eventually we just kind of were talking on the phone one day and we decided we should do a podcast. And here we are five years later, hashtag the grad transfer. And we're so excited to be here. So excited to be here. Going to have a little bit of a shortened show today. This is just kind of wet your whistle, you know, just dip your toes in. We're going to... Uh, 
we've already we've already gone through uh, most of the podcast business. We got to go through. Uh, Brick, what about some personal stuff? Keep me keep me posted. The last time these people heard from us was the last episode of Year Four hashtag Senior Year. Uh, that was January 27th. So what has been going on in your life since January 27th? I'm glad you're starting with me. <laughs> I'm glad you're starting with me here, January 27th, because I've got like, I don't know, nothing going on. Um, work. Hey, buddy, you made a pretty big life decision in the last, I don't know, eight months. Let's talk to about you. Yeah, uh, we should. So um, yeah, I've actually should. decided to switch my toothpaste to that charcoal kind, and it's oh, going really well. I'm so proud of you. Um, no, actually, I, I did. If you've listened to the podcast or you did listen to it last year, you would know uh, the lovely voice of Jade Stoner, who is now uh, the future Jade Norwood. So, yeah. Oh. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you, man. We're we are so back. We're so back. Uh, no, so it's it's gonna be great. You know, we're getting married in October. We're getting married the day before the Alabama Tennessee game. You're in my wedding. To the third uh, Friday of October. Yes, yes. Friday. So stoked, uh, still stoked Friday, for the October for the party of the of the century. So if you, if you want to send us gifts, um, I'll give you. Uh, we'll we'll tweet out Brick's address, and you can just send them there. That's right. Send them right here. Bring. He'll bring him. Uh, but yeah, no. So that was that was awesome. It was uh, I proposed on St. Patrick's Day because if we've learned one thing about me, it's that even on days that are supposed to be about other people, I'm going to make it all about me. That's so, the damn truth. Y- yep. So you know, did it on St. Patrick's Day so we'd never forget it. And uh, you know, it's it's been great. She's moved in. Got a roommate now. She's a great roommate. Um, Is she there know, now? Do you want now? Is she there now? She is not here now. No, oh. she, is, she is out. She is out with friends. She will probably, knowing her, walk in in the last like ten minutes of the podcast. I hope she does because we uh, we need to hear from her. We if we do not hear from her this week, we will definitely hear from her uh, year five episode two uh, sometime next week. Uh, Brick, one thing that we didn't do uh, last year we we teased the patties pretty much every single episode. Uh, up until um, the final one, and then we never we did the nominations, and we never announced the winners, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I reckon like... we should fly through the winners. Yeah, we'd I be mean, doing we'd be doing our viewers a disservice. I mean, we've we've been we really leaving them hanging for for eight months here. Like all seven million of them voted. Do you do you even understand like how many emails I get every day asking for these every day winners every day. Yeah, uh, tweets. I mean, I can't even go on Twitter anymore. I can't even leave my house. You can't. You're <laughs> gonna get mobbed. I can't even leave my house. I'm like, I'm like Tua in Tuscaloosa. I'm like, yeah, I'm like Tua in Tuscaloosa. I can't go anywhere. You can't. Uh, all right. Well, you know, if we're gonna do it, we should do it right. Do you have any like music or anything for us? Let's see. Oh, that's nice. Ooh. Well, I've never the 2019 this... Patty Award. I thought you were going to keep taking that. No, that was it. That's, uh, that's all I had. I didn't that's your whole intro? The, the best college football award show in, 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 the, in the world. In well, the you're, still, world. you're still better than James Franco the time that he, could, that he tried to host something like that. Uh, you know what we're also better than? ESPN trying to host any award show ever. All right. Let's, let's try this again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. Yeah, I think 
Welcome to the 2019 Patty Awards. It's your choice, your vote for the best of college football in 2018. Here's your host, Patrick Norwood and Patrick Brickman. Take it away, big boys. Much better. That was well done. You Thank timed you. that really well. You must work in news. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, I'm I've learned to talk in 15 second sound bites. No long convos with me. Our producer Duncan is very like proud that? of me for getting out of that. Point. Uh, Dunk got a little bath today. Well, let's not talk about Duncan yet. That's next week. Oh, poor guy. Okay. Uh, hey, listen. First award. Let's just jump right into it. Is the Jeremy Johnson Award? This is named after an Auburn quarterback who severely underplayed. Uh, a few years ago he was expected to win the Heisman and I I don't know what he's doing now but it's definitely not playing football. He didn't win the Heisman? He didn't I uh, didn't win very many games either. Ooh. He did. He did throw a lot of interceptions. So, uh this year's uh nominees were Kelly Bryant, Bryce Love from Stanford, Kelly Bryant from Clemson, obviously now he's transferred to Missouri, and Khalil Tate at Arizona. Now, Khalil Tate is an interesting story, right? He had Kevin Sumlin come in from Texas A&M. The year didn't go great. It went bad. It was really bad. Let's let's call it what it is. Uh, but he is not our winner. Our winner is Bryce Love from Stanford. Oh, Bryce Love. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there is a single, uh, a single guy who did less for his team than Bryce Love at Stanford. I mean, out of like the big, you're talking about like the big, uh, the big name people coming in last year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, people were talking about him like he was the next Emmett Smith. So, so I, I think, I think what we need to do now is we need to ask ourselves because this feels really dated. So, who do we think could be this year's Bryce Love? You know, uh, you're not gonna like hearing this, buddy. We haven't planned for this, by the way. Justin Herbert. Ooh. I do like yeah. him. I'm, well, I don't like hearing it, but... Mm. That's a hot take. But I, I think if anyone's going to come in this season with a lot of hype and then just completely underwhelm, he has the best shot of doing that. That's a, dynam- that's a dynamite answer, though. Uh, but you could also go Justin Fields at Ohio State. That I, I would think... Yeah, I would think Justin Fields... Tate Martell hasn't even won a job yet. I guess Justin Fields hasn't either, technically, but we all know he's going to be the starter. He's going to, yeah. He's, he's you, you, to. you do have a high... I hadn't even considered the high bust rate for um, or potential for Justin Fields because no more Urban Meyer. None. There's, there's no promise that Ohio State's going to be a runaway gauntlet this year. No. No. Nope. Actually, we, uh, we will hear a little bit more about that um, with some bold predictions. Here in uh, here in a bit, because that's what we're going to do after the patties. But let's go on to the next award, buddy. Yeah. The best game of the season. That's right. We're not just going to tease you for an hour and a half like the Oscars would or the Grammys would or some other garbage show if we were to just name a random one like the ESPYs. We're not going to do that, okay? The best game of the season is the second award we announced. Your nominees were Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. You remember Bedlam last year. Was that was nuts. a mm, good game. Great game. Great game. West Virginia versus Texas. You remember Bootstraps Bill leading the boys down the field, throwing a pass in the back of the end zone. Bootstraps, Bootstraps. Bootstraps, Bootstraps. I'm so happy that's back, but probably the last time we'll hear it this season. Alabama versus Georgia in that crazy SEC championship game. The Disney movie in the making of Jalen Hurts coming in in the second half and leading Alabama to victory. Uh, And the last one was that crazy seven-overtime game 
between Texas A&M and LSU uh, at Kyle Field in College Station. And your winner. With we already know the obvious winner here. 86% of the vote is Texas A&M LSU. Because Woo! how would it not be? I think any other year, those other three games would have had a shot. But seven overtimes, Kellen Mond doing what he did, Ed Orgeron getting the Gatorade poured on him, and then losing the game. Yep. It had everything. Yeah, I uh, I fell asleep like midway through the fourth quarter in that game. It, it was just a long day. I just couldn't do it anymore. That was the and game we, we were driving back because uh, we covered the Iron Bowl. We were yep. driving back from Tuscaloosa as I think like the third overtime was starting. And when yep. we got back... 50 minutes to an hour later, the game was still going on. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was a great game, but I fell asleep because we had just gotten back from Greensboro because we spent Thanksgiving with Jade's family. I had fell asleep on the couch because I was tired from the drive uh, midway through the fourth quarter and woke up to catch the last three overtimes. I mean, it was it was an awesome game. Well-deserved by those two teams, and I'm looking forward to that game in Baton Rouge this year, let me tell you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't give you a game this year that's going to go seven overtime. That's a hard one to try to um, tie into really 2019. That yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough one to pin down. All right, uh, best play of the season. Uh, we've got TJ Vasher's uh, catch over Ole Miss. Um, it was a nuts catch, that one-handed catch down the sideline, if you remember. Uh you had the Towson fumble touchdown versus Villanova, if you'll remember that. That was in the last, the waning seconds of the game to win the game, uh, and Villanova choked it away, a la Michigan State versus Michigan a few years back. Uh, that would have been 2015. Uh, but our winner, and yet again, we're going back to this game. We just talked about it. Kellen Mond's triple overtime throw off his back foot on the run across his body to Kendrick Rogers for the touchdown uh, to send it into quadruple overtime. Well-deserved. Buddy, what are you expecting from Ken- Kellen Mond this year? Um, I'm expect- I'm honestly expecting a lot, like a lot from, from Kellen Mond and Jimbo. And um, It's his second year there. He's a, he's a quarterback guru kind of guy, and you would think, uh, you would think if he's going to put it all together, it's going to be this year for Kellen Mond. They've got some tough games. Some fun trivia for you. Uh 2016 Alabama-Texas A&M featured Alabama playing Kellen Mond in the second half. Who was the quarterback for Texas A&M in that first half? Do you remember? Mm. What year was this? 2016, this would have been. Sorry, sorry, I lied. This would have been 2017. 2017, would that have been Nick Starkle? You were not correct, no. This would have been Kyler Murray. Oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, so my how things change. All right. Uh, moving right along, a, a little bit more of a, a somber award. Uh, you'll hear why when you hear the winner. Um, you had best moment of the season. We had ODU upsetting Virginia Tech. Uh, we had game day finally making it to Pullman, uh, which received one vote. Uh, we had Bevo charging Uga, uh, which nobody voted, which I think is ridiculous, because if that's not foreshadowing, then there's just no poetic justice in this world. Uh, but the winner and the obvious winner the head and shoulders winner is tyler trent uh beating the drum as purdue uh soundly whooped ohio state um so that's that's gonna be one of those images that that plays in college football montages for the next 20 years decades yes yeah exactly exactly uh tyler trent obviously passing away after the bowl game um about a week after the bowl game against auburn and nashville um so rest in peace tyler trent you have won a patty 
Um, and I, I know that probably means very little now in the grand scheme of things, but you know, uh, another little feather in that story's cap. So well done to Tyler Trent and Purdue upsetting Ohio state on your award for best moment of the season. Moving on to sweetheart of the year. I'll, I'll do this one since you live. Yeah, ours. go ahead. Go ahead. Virginia tech one. Sorry. not Virginia tech wake forest one. Moving on to best true freshman award. Yeah, that's what happens, buddy. Don't walk into Wake Forest house. Don't do it. I I almost didn't even give it to the right team. <laughs> Best true freshman not is, named Trevor on Twitter, Lawrence. On our Twitter vote, it's it's tied. They tied it somehow. And I'm like, how? How did you do this? Well, you They're put Wake, Wake Forest, Forest or Demon Deacons. But it's just it just pick Wake Forest. I don't know. Always the other the other day, the, um, I was playing in CAA. Hey, that's something that's been going on in our personal life that we'll talk Funny. a lot about. Something you guys care nothing about. Have We've been to. playing a lot of NCAA 14. So the other day, I'm at Pitt right now. Uh, we're in an online dynasty. Norwood's at Arkansas. I'm at Pitt, and I was playing my game at Wake Forest with, and Lane was sitting in the room. She, I guess she had never seen Wake Forest's mascot. She was so annoyed at the idea that there's a football team called the Demon Deacons. It's really dumb. For like an it's hour, really she dumb. just sat there going, Demon Deacons? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not smart. I love it. I, look, I, I adore it. Uh, I've also started collecting uh, old college team logo t-shirts. Um, I, I'll start, I'll put them on my Instagram. You can follow me at PA Norwood if you want to, just if you want to. But All that great uh, content to Instagrams. On on the uh, week leading up to week one of college football, not week zero on the 24th, but on the 31st, I am going to wear a different shirt every day and put it on my Instagram so you all can see it. I am very excited about some of them I've gotten, and one of them is the old school Wake Forest logo. Ooh. And Boy, howdy, is that a tough logo. All right, moving right along to the best true freshman, not named Trevor Lawrence. He obviously wins the award, but who's the backup best true freshman? Uh, we have Jalen Waddell at Alabama, who was lighting up the field. He had that electric touchdown in the Tennessee game, had another big touchdown in the SEC championship game, had a punt return last year, or a couple punt return touchdowns last year. Uh, you had Andre Sisco from Q's. Cisco, if you are familiar with uh, Elf, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Remember that? He couldn't I stop do. saying Francisco. That's a fun name to say, Francisco. Francisco. Uh, but the winner, coming again from Purdue, Rondale Moore. Well deserved. Well deserved. The, be- the second best true freshman in college football. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think could be winning it this year, though? Ooh, best true freshman? Yep. That's tough. I'm, I'm actually going to need to think about that for a second. I have an uh, answer because... for you. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, and this is obviously only if he wins the starting job, but I'm, I'll go with I'll go with Bo Nix at Auburn. Wow. You're that high on Bo Nix? Kids, a, I mean, I got to see him play live multiple times last year. Yeah, Mr. Foot, Mr. Football in my state. Kid, Kid's pretty good, dude. I'm not yeah. saying he's going to win a Heisman as a true freshman, but he'd be the best quarterback, pure quarterback that Malzahn's had in his career. Ooh, I like this. We're getting a little bit of a preview in this week. Previews will be next week. We're going to bounce. We're going to do the Power Five, and then we may touch on the Group of Five, but probably not because why would we? Well, let's move on to the 84 BYU Team Award. 
Rick, this is the team who had the most surprising season. Uh, one more thing, sorry, before we move on. Rondell Moore's run against Ohio State where he trucked two linebackers and then scored is one of my favorite plays from last year, but I digress. The 84 BYU team award. Uh, the team that surprised the most, obviously that 84 BYU team won the national championship, and if you didn't just hear me, BYU won the national championship. So that's that's why this is the most surprising team. Uh, we had Syracuse, Washington State, and Kentucky. Brick, who won? I'd say Kentucky won with 71% of the vote. Way to go, Kentucky and Mark Stoops. They did great. They did great. Uh, they had quite the running attack, too. Uh, you know. Does Kentucky keep it up? No. No. No Benny Snell, no, no Josh Allen. It's if, if, if Benny Snell does not have uh, his spinner mouthpiece that whistles as he runs past you, there's no way this Kentucky team's going to do anything. I'm sorry, it's just not. <laughs> It's, 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 it's all in the mouthpiece. It really is. That's where their magic comes from. It's like Thor's hammer or Samson's hair. Man, Purdue was all over our patties this year. They, they really were. That Between that uh, Texas A&M and LSU game and Purdue over Ohio State, we, we really, and now we've ruined this award, but uh, the Appalachian State biggest upset award went to Purdue over Ohio State, which beat out Old Dominion over Virginia Tech. I was surprised that that won, honestly. That was the one that I thought Purdue would lose in. But the yeah. people spoke, and, and the and the Boilermakers, Boiler Up Baby, beating Ohio State, that was really the linchpin of the season last year. Boiler Up, Hammer Down, indeed. Indeed. Hammer Down all over Ohio State. But no, that was, that was a big game, and honestly, they deserve it. Um, I, Old Dominion was a bigger technical upset because of the lines in Vegas and the fact that they're Old Dominion and all that. But... You know, Virginia Tech had a bad, bad year, just a real down year last year. I'm looking for them to turn around a little bit this year. Not too much, but Not a little bit. Not too much. Bit. So this, this next bit. award is the one I think we should spend the most amount of time on because it's the most Completely relevant agree. to today's op, uh, episode, which would be, we called it the last day of school award because we're corny little, uh, I'm going to bleep the next. Yeah, children. Uh, that's the censor button for you. Last day of school award, it's the matchup that we're most excited about this season. You've got LSU at Texas. I think that, is that a week two game? Uh, stand by, but yes, I, I'm fairly confident it is. You have the rematch, Texas A&M now at Clemson. Remember how close the Aggies came to upsetting Clemson in, uh, in week two last year. Maybe week yes. three, I can't remember. You have Auburn against Oregon in Dallas with the Cowboy kickoff. But the, 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 the one that won, Notre Dame. At Georgia with 57% of the vote. And that's 57% out of 749,624,000 votes. Wow. That's, that's... that's a lot of votes. And over half of them want to see Notre Dame at Georgia. That's, that is a lot of votes. Uh, I'm going to disagree here. I'm, I'm way more looking forward to LSU at Texas. I, I, think I would agree. Is... I would agree Do with what? you. I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm most interested in in, uh, in seeing what LSU and Texas. I think those two teams on the field together will just be pretty awesome. Well, and that's. I think that's a more even matchup too. I think Georgia could really just boat race Notre Dame this year. If I'm being honest, I, I don't think Notre Dame's got it in the tank this year. Spoiler alert! We keep saying that like we have spoilers on a podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm really, really high on Georgia this year. 
very high on Georgia this year. Like high enough to win the SEC maybe? Yeah, if the cards line up, easy. It's going to happen eventually. Eventually, yes. I don't think this year's the year. I think it'd be next year, but yeah. I think this is the year that Alabama needs to be most concerned that it could happen. I, I can't take another Georgia-Alabama game that's close. I, I don't think my heart can do it. It's happening, though. I Let's... know. I know. The Rob Norwood Award, named after my brother, who's doing quite well, by the way. He's doing quite well. He's my best man in the wedding. Um, so, it, it, you know, that's, that's, going, that's going pretty well. He nailed to the bachelor's party. We're, we were sad you weren't there, by I'm the sorry. way. We all missed you. No, it's okay. It's okay. We just missed you. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. The Rob Norwood Award is awarded to the program with the brightest future after uh, the season that was in 2018. Your options here were Texas, Texas A&M, and Florida. And with 57% of the vote, Texas A&M won with Kellen Mond and Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> there they are again. Look, I mean, there's there's two big storylines in college football last year. There's Texas A&M beating LSU and having an okay season. And then there was Purdue upsetting Ohio State. And if you missed those two games, you didn't really see anything last year. Nothing else really happened. Um, should we just do our last award? I've got it set up now. It took me a sec. Do it. All right, so I'm only going to tell you the winner. Did you applaud? Did you applaud for Texas A&M? No, but now I just did. Sorry, A&M. The last award we had was the Steve Spurrier Award that's given to the best soundbite of the season. We had uh, we had one from Nick Saban, we had one from Pat Fitzgerald, but Mike Gundy was our winner. Take a listen. Yeah, oh, I give a rat's about Twitter. It's a platform for people that are sitting home trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front of a keyboard. Obviously, that would be uh, Mike Gundy talking about how he doesn't care about Twitter, with um, two fart sound sound you know noises the, with his my mouth. My favorite is he he doubles down on the fart sound noises. I'm cla- I'm clapping for that. That's I want to play for him. It's yeah, you know, it is what it is. And that's it. it. Is- what it is. And That's those it. are the patties. Those were your 2018 patty awards, not your 2019 patties. Or I guess they would be. That's it for the patties this year, folks. One thing we can promise you is that if we do this again, we are not going to wait eight months to give you the results. And we're definitely not going to tease it every episode this year like we did last year. That's right. If it happens, it's just going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. We're going to try, though. We're going to try. We'll put in more of an effort, right? It's out of the way. Now we can start talking about 2019 college football season. Break. Uh, we're not going to do any sort of preview. Again, if you, if you, for some reason, were zoning out, you were trying not to crash on the road or whatever, uh, we're not doing any sort of preview anything tonight. We're just doing our bold predictions next. Uh, we're announcing our sweethearts after that, and then we're done. That's it. Uh, and then you can listen next week for the rest of it. But Brick, right now, I want you to give me one bold prediction for the 2019 college football season. Urban Meyer goes to USC. Wow. wow. Oh my word. I don't even that consider is- I don't even consider it a bold prediction. It's like headcanon to me now. Like it's going to happen. I would 
honestly, this would not shock me at all in the least. But at the same time, that is that would be quite the storyline. But it'd be very on brand for Urban Meyer. Wouldn't you you, you think you think Urban Meyer? Listen, what what do you think Urban Meyer is going to look like at home this year, watching everybody else? He's going to be a sad sack. Miserable. Absolutely miserable. miserable. Miser- he didn't want to leave Ohio State, right? I don't remember what reason he gave. Probably headaches and his family and... No, 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 no. Family and health, I think. Family and health. Yeah, we heard that at Florida, too. No. He wants to watch his kids play a football. He'll, he'll go to two of his kids' football games and be like, damn, I like mine better. Yep. No, he's, at, he's going to U.S. It's too perfect. And look... This is quite the uh, wow. Who does USC play in, in the first? I think they play Fresno State to start off the season. Fresno State was pretty darn good last year. They probably won't be as good this year, but here's here's a game we're gonna play. Does he even make it to midseason, Clay Helton? I don't even know. Uh, you tell me. I'm gonna name off USC schedule. You tell me a game that you think Clay Helton will get fired after. Okay. Okay, Fresno State. If they lose that game, he might not make it to the tarmac. We've seen USC do that before. Stanford. He could lose that one if he won Fresno State. Okay, and would you fire him after that? Not if oh, not if he's saying, one. Not if he's one and one there. after that game. Got you. Got you. BYU. Ooh, if he's if he's one and two, he might be out. All right. Let's say he wins all three of those. Utah. I don't think you can do it with Utah or Washington or Notre Dame. We're going to count those three out. Ready? Here's the next one, though. Say he loses at home to Arizona. How many games has he lost so far? See, that's the question. It, it, it's more of a culmination of things. If he loses yeah. that first game, it might be time to make a change. But if I, he's 5-0, and o, you can't really fire him after going 5-0. and o. I think in their first, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games, he will lose three of those. Yeah. So, so if he's if he's one and four, one and three to start the season, again, he might get Lane Kiffin. He could, and then and then you think their next move is to get Urban Meyer, or do you think they wait till the year is over? I think they name some interim and they start working on getting Urban Meyer in, and it'll be a. a you know, they'll have half a season to try to convince Urban Meyer. And that's the so reason I think he won't make it the whole season. You have no uh, you have no interest in JT Daniels leading this team down the field this season. I think JT Daniels is a good quarterback. I think USC needs a culture change, and I think that keeping Clay Helton on was a mistake because it did nothing to change their culture. Um USC just need. I mean, they have good players. They're USC, of course. They've got good players, but it, they just don't have that same killer USC instinct that they used to have. And Urban Meyer has that, no matter where he's coaching. And that's yeah. why I think USC in their head knows they can get him. And I think they know that the sooner that Clay Helton's out, the sooner they can start talking to Urban Meyer and showing him uh, real estate in South in South California. Wow. I, I love that's a bold prediction and I love it, buddy. I was ready for it. You were. You knocked that one out of the park. That was a hanging breaking ball and you just walloped it. What's yours? All right. We're tough on this team and this guy quite a bit, especially me, because I don't like him. Okay? I don't. I will say that right up front. I don't think this year will start a trend. 
I don't think this is a big thing. I think it is going to happen this year and this year only. Okay? Okay. Michigan is finally going to beat Ohio State, beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship, and make it to the playoff. You've got Michigan in your playoff. I do. That's I do. We'll reveal the rest of our playoff picks next week. But right now, I'll spoil it. I think Michigan is one of your playoff teams next year. Okay. I, I, I see the argument there. I, I just I don't think Ohio State can get it done this year. They've got too many things they need to replace. Justin Fields, listen, he's a great quarterback from what we've seen. But what we've seen is him playing in garbage time. Right? Honestly, I would go the other way. I'd say he's good, a good quarterback from what we've been told, but we haven't seen it. I, I, we've seen it, though. Mop-up duty he's, at Georgia doesn't count. Okay. He's playing. Right. He's playing at Ohio State now. Mop up duty at Georgia's, uh, but but what I'm saying is, in those mop up duty games, we have seen him play well. We've seen him play right. pretty well. Yes. Yeah. Was so, he was he Tua when Tua was coming in after Jalen Hurts? Not even close. No. 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 But I don't know if we're ever going to see another Tua again. Right. Okay. So, but I I I, li- I love I love that prediction. So that's that's it. Because it's something I've been toying with. It's something I've been toying with. How good is Ohio State going to be? Uh, they're a real mystery this year, man. They, they've got a lot of question marks to be answered, and honestly, I'm not really sure how cohesive that locker room is. Is Ryan Day the guy? I mean, they, they again, you keep an interim coach on, there's a reason you make that decision. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it really doesn't. Yeah, look at Orgeron and look at someone who's not Orgeron. Right, Orgeron seems to be working, I guess. Odazio at Florida. Adazio, well, yeah, but they didn't keep Adazio on as head coach. No, I know, I know. You're looking at, oh, well, Helton, Clay Helton, you know? Yeah, yep. Steve Sarkeesian. Oh. Too soon? Maybe. Too soon? Okay. All right. Uh, Brick, we've got one more item of business on this uh, fairly short episode of uh, Pat's Interference. One last item of business. Brick, who is going to be? Your sweetheart team. We've just we decided this during the pre-episode, right? Yes. All right. Well, then I suppose it's time to make my announcement. That. Wait. Where's the music? I'm getting there. Okay. My 2019 sweetheart is the sexy, sensual alma mater of Nick Saban. <laughs> Kent State Golden Flashes. You know what I'm talking about. This has got to be the dumbest segment on any podcast that has to do anything with college football. It is. <laughs> and and I sort of had Kent State thrusted upon me, but I'm buying in right here right now. You want to know why? Right, because now that now that the announce hold on. Now that the announcement's been made, I've got no choice. It's locked into the podcast and I'm loaded and ready to go, baby. The Golden Flashes are taking it home this year. Hit me with the music. My 2019 sweetheart or the Buffalo Bulls. The Buffalo Bulls. Oh, no. All right. Hey, uh, you make that so, announcement again because for whatever reason, when I played that, your mic got taken down. Really quiet. Yeah, no, it's the Buffalo Bulls. That's, <laughs> that's, my, that's my sweetheart this year. Uh, 
Last year, the Buffalo Bulls played the Kent State Golden Flashes and played to a 48-14 victory at home. (laughs) (laughs) They they played already? No, they played last year. Yeah, they played last year in a 48-14 game. You gotta be kidding me! I'm so sorry. So what happened here? What happened was, Brick and I were trying to look at games that we could do on Thursday nights, um, so we could have another sweetheart bowl, right? Uh, we we were kind of sending schedules and sending games back and forth, and we narrowed it down between uh, four teams. And I'm not going to tell you the other two teams because it's, it's too late now. We're locked, right? We are locked in. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking, the other Sweetheart game would have been on September 26th, um, and we just kind of figured that was a little bit too early. Yeah, it's like a um, month from now. Yeah, we, we can't do that. There's no build-up. There's no foreplay. And you know, no. you you more than anybody know, yeah. I need foreplay. <laughs> Why are you so awkward? It's our podcast. <laughs> Why do you make everything so awkward? You more than anybody know how much foreplay I require. I, I don't know that though. You and do. I would have never known that. Had From you experience, not you know that. I, I hate this. I hate this segment almost as much as I love winning it. Which is why when we picked this game, I know you're trying to just drown me out. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to drown you out. I was playing off the foreplay thing. Uh, when we picked this game. Uh, I picked Buffalo because I won the Sweetheart Bowl last year. So then he, so of course he picks a matchup that uh, no, is going to no, result in a blowout this year. Stop it. Because I was fully, you know what? No, now I'm going to do it. I wasn't going to do it, and now I'm going to do it. I had picked Navy and Memphis. Navy is lucky to make it to a bowl next year, and Memphis is probably going to win eight or nine games. And I was going to give you Memphis, and you turned it down. So this is on you, Patrick Brigman. This is on you. And I'm going to be two-time Sweetheart Bowl champion. And you're going to be sitting there looking like an idiot. Yeah, but I'll be five-time best podcaster of the war, of year shut, award winner. Shut up. You haven't shut won a single up. one. They haven't even invited you to the iTunes Awards. <laughs> the iTunes Awards. <laughs> <laughs> you don't so even go stupid. here. This so is a fight. We are fighting. We're back, buddy. We're back. We're back. Uh, is there anything else you want to cover this episode? No, this was a pretty... Um, what, hold on. What did you just do? What was that sound? That was a big old sip of Coke. <laughs> I was shocked you didn't crack it open during the podcast. That's usually your go-to play. Yeah. Um. I didn't. Did I? I got to no. be better than that. I got to be best. Okay. Hey, look. It's, you, you're five you, so- And you gave me this. That's a new one. I love that one. <laughs> I'm going to use that a lot this year. Please, please, please play Adazio. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. That's a hard one to organically use, but I'm going to try to use it once an episode. I, I think you have to. Here's I another one. Now that we're showing off new buttons, I have. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate <laughs> uh, what a What a great show. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for year five, episode one of Pat's Interference. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can find us. Why are you playing this? I don't know. I thought it was a good way to play us out. It's like a low version of our intro. <laughs> I thought I'd try something. 
It's fine, but I haven't even gone through social yet. That would be playing for like a minute and a half. If I you're thought, fine with I that. Did, I didn't know you were redoing social. Man, we are rusty. What do you mean redoing social? I haven't even done it. Oh, we haven't even done it. I thought we did it at the, at the top. Right. You can find us on Twitter at PI underscore podcast. If we're being honest, that's one of the few places we actually post anything. So if you want to follow us, that's the best place to do it. But if you're on Facebook and you're one of those people, we're there too. It's Pat's Interference, P-A-T apostrophe S Interference. Or you can go to our website at patsinterference.com. We are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, probably on some smart TVs. Do you have a Tesla? You could probably hear it from there because I've heard Teslas are pretty cool. We're on. We're on a. You can. You can. You can hear us on the Words with Friends app. <laughs> but you have to for the pro version. You've got to pay for the pro version. Yeah, you have to pay the extra. Nobody pays for the extra. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Brick, now's a good time to play the... Uh, yeah, there you go. I'm already there. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Brick and I have always wanted to do this. We're so excited to be in year five. Year five of this. And you guys have stuck with us. We appreciate you so much. Uh, and honestly, you're never going to hear a better podcast. Not even close. <laughs>